40. It's your boy Gene, and we are here with another great episode. I'm glad I got all my fellas here tonight. Well, except yeah, one. We miss a couple, man. I mean, yeah, we missing a few. We missing a few, but we about to get it in. So again, welcome to another episode of All Shit I'm 40. We are on location at Mouse's house tonight, Mouse. yo. Live from Mouse's ah. house. Live from Mouse's house. Let's do the introduction. Go ahead. Let's start it off. What's going on? It's Devin, Devin the Dude, Mouse Man, Super Mouse. About 40 nicknames. <laughs> <laughs> Next up, we got. What's good? Joe, Joseph, Joe E. Brickhouse. Um, glad to be here, Gene. Once again, thanks again for the opportunity, bro. Joe trying to sound all nice and smooth. You know, he actually Casanova. real hard. Little Casanova going on. <laughs> Next up, we got. Super Tease. What's up, man? It's Tease. Super Tease. Uh, Super Tease 04 IG. Also follow me at Tease to Success on IG as well. What's up, y'all? Let's get it. Y'all heard Tease. <laughs> I'll tell you, we had a mean pregame going. They had a mean pregame going. I ain't get to get it in as much as I wanted to. Drink. But last but not least, my man, who's on my right hand today, we got. Right hand man. Marcus, aka Dirty, ready to get this show started. Got a lot to say in this one. Oh, this this Ooh. this is a this is Marcus's show. He's gonna get a lot off his ah. chest. As, as you know, everybody know Marcus has a nickname and is Dirty, which uh, we found out our past couple episodes. <laughs> Everybody's still shocked about. Definitely. So let's get to it. But first and foremost, you know what we do here at All Shit Is Forty. Um, we're gonna go around and see what everybody drinking. So. Pop a top again. Mm. Beautiful sound right there, yes, bro. Yes, what I am drinking right now is one of my favorites from um, Aslan. Shout out to Aslan. You know, we need sponsors. Um, Masters of Karate. It's a double Indian pill ill. It is, again, Tease is doing the Bruce Lee. Oh, yeah, by the way, we are experimenting. We, we are filming right now on the iPad Pro. Hey, Mama. Oh, yeah. Mama made it. Hey, mama. This face belongs on the tissue. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. So, yes, I'm drinking um, Master of Karate. Tease gave us a little karate uh, show yep, right yep. there. And, um, Miles, what you, what you drinking on right now? Got the Stella and Lil Jose. Lil okay. Jose. Ooh, double fist in that. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Now, oh, but yeah. before we go to Joe, this, this motherfucker Joe. That's a man, too, oh, man. I'm in rare form right now. Joe, yeah. Joe, Joe boy. Joe. Watch, watch, watch the wine. And Joe grabbing every uh, excuse. No, no, no. This is my Friday, y'all. So I'm, I'm Pause. ready, y'all. Pause. Ready, bro. Joe grabbing everything in here. Yeah. Everything. You got the whiskey. You got the beer. Man, uh, what is that? A, a pail? Joe bought a, a workman's pail full of like <laughs> beer and shit. You got a, you beer got a pail in here? I'm in my zone right now, man. It's been a rough day. So I'm. this is my real talk. This is my therapy, y'all. 
This oh, is okay. a therapy session. We're about to get it in. So sound like, sound like he got a lot to say up his chest. Yeah, it's <laughs> Okay. Well, this is all shit is 40. This is what it's for. It's therapy for the men, man. So what are you drinking? Just tell us all right, one. So one, I did go down to Asheville a couple weeks ago. So I'm drinking on this New Belgium Fat Tire. Um, pretty good Amber L. And in this red cup, shout out to my boy Tease. I'm Tease. It's some good, it's a good whiskey we drinking on right here. Yeah. Um, let's see, Maryland Whiskey Company. I mixed that with a little ginger beer. So. There's, a, there's mm. a story behind that whiskey. Yeah. Tease. I actually bought that from the back of somebody's van. Hold mm. up. Yeah. Oh, set me up, huh? No, I didn't set you up. It's good whiskey. It is good. I'm not gonna give you no good, no it bad good. shit. If T say it's good, it's good. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> but my thing is, my thing is. Gene, my thing is this. How do we get another bottle since you bought it out of the back of the trunk like Master P? How do you get another bottle? <laughs> I got to find the dude's number. Um, shout out to, let's shout them out. I think they're local. Shout out to Maryland Whiskey Company, single cast. We're going to find them. They, it's 90 proof. Oof. Yeah, single mm-hmm. cast, small batch. Small bottle batch. By hand. You can't beat that. Can't beat that at all. Somebody I need that. They took that time. I need that. It's been at your house. For yeah, a yeah, 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 yeah. Hey, they took, took that right time out the with bar. that. Took <laughs> it right out the bar. Okay, okay. All right, Tease, what you got in your cup, man? You just explained it. The, oh, it was a, the Merlin Company. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh, mixing it with a little ginger beer, Goosling. You know, we, mm. we're getting it popped. I thought it was Gosling. Gosling, 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 Gosling. You know, as, as, as black people, we change sure. words hey, look, all the time. Because I'm going to say something. Like one of the other podcasts, I said Stella Artois. Some yeah. people say Stella Artois. Artois. Or toast, or, or just Stella. Or we just call so, it Stella. You know, no. so <laughs> when you're in the Ninja Zone, Stella. Yeah, we're drinking Stella. Stella shit, man. Stella shit. Forget that other stuff. I'm drinking Stella. <laughs> That's all I call it. Stella. Marcus, what you got? So, you know, more than likely my drink is gone. But uh, <laughs> <laughs> I cannot drink slow. Uh, so I finished the Stella. Just gonna okay. Stella, but you know I'm a tequila guy, so my sister graciously provided some Don Julio. So that All right. that was what's in my cup. Man, okay. if you're a tequila guy, man, we got to put you shout on to out. that Los Hermanos. Uh, shout out to my cousins, uh, Dante and Gerald. Yep, um, killing it. If you guys it. love tequila, that is a great tequila. It has the Resposado, and they have the Blanco. So uh, these guys actually went down to Mexico mm. to nice. get this stuff, you know, um, created or what have you. So, um uh, next podcast, I'm going to bring a bottle out so everybody can try well, it. Well, TZ, sure. my thing is, is you need to get that, that, that connect so we can get that from them. For sure. You know, support them. You know well, what I'm saying? Check this out. I already hit them up and said, look, we got to have y'all on. I need that. Me and my wife drink tequila. Everybody, you know, oh, yeah. when we have functions, we drink tequila. So my mm-hmm. thing is, is support. All right. Shout out to your wife too for also being our video producer. Hey. 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 Uh, Give me that uh, the applause, Jane. Oh, oh, hold on, let me go we'll to hit it. the right button. Go to it. Here we go. Uh, so we got a special applause. I was about to give it a siren. There we go. Right there. Mm. Don't work. Oh, 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 there, there we go. <laughs> there we go. There it is. There it is. Yeah. Well, hold on. I got some. I got some new shit. I got some new shit. Sci-fi? Yeah. We don't need that. We don't need that. <laughs> G had too much time on his hand down right. on them sounds, man. ET right. shit right there, bro. <laughs> we'll figure it out. But look, let, let's get into today's topic. All right. So first of all, we all fathers. Right. All right. We are fathers. Some of us are fathers of uh, all males, all boys, all young men, all young kings. Shout out to Marcus, yeah. Tease. Mm-hmm. The rest of us are fathers to, well, not me, but. We got two more who are fathers to queens and kings. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And then we got me, fathers of three young queens mm. that I got to pay. That's three weddings I got to pay for. <laughs> God damn. <laughs> but you know what? 
<laughs> so you got to set up a college fund and a damn wedding fund, bro. You do, sure do. Why do you think I'm doing this podcast? All right. <laughs> okay. All right. We're going to have you out. We're gonna have drinks is coming in now. <laughs> hmm. Sorry, I'm drinking on the mic. But um, today's topic is disciplining those kids. Mm. Like, how do we discipline kids? Because guess what? When we were growing up, we were really disciplined. Right. Which I think molded us into the people we are today. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I think we are fine. Fine. We came out fine young men. But there's a big difference on how we discipline major and how we were disciplined. Mm. So I'm going to kick this off. Um, I have a, I have a soon to be 12 year old mm. who is going on 25. <laughs> and she was my firstborn. She was my baby. And I think we butt heads right now because, you know, she's going through the hormonal thing. Right. And man, she in middle school. She got, yeah. So. One of the things that, that, that bothers me is that we're too much alike. Mm-hmm. So, first and foremost, I've never hit my children. Never put my hands on them. Mm-hmm. One thing I said was if I had girls, I don't want to put that in their mind that it's okay for yeah. a male to hit them. Right. So, I've mastered the art of giving them the evil look. I've mastered the art of raising my voice. You know, I, I do that. But the discipline part, I find I struggle with. Mm. Because it's like, is it being effective? You know? So, today we're going to talk about discipline, how we discipline, and um, pretty much how we were disciplined. And um, let's see. Marcus, go ahead and kick it off, man. Because I feel like you got a lot going on. Because we're going to start with you and Tease. Because y'all got boys. Yes, Lord. And full energy boys. Yeah, them boys rough, man. Man. (laughs) It's rough. So, having two different boys, like... I was told when you have two different kids, like their personality will be different, but I was not ready. So my firstborn, he's he really is. I mean, both my kids are amazing, but this dude, like, he really, really is. Like, doesn't give me any problems. Mm. The only thing is, I just try to get him to use his brain more. Mm. Like, right. think before you do or say something. Okay. I mean, that's boys in general. Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. You know, boys do dumb shit. You know what I mean? Now my secondborn. That motherfucker. (laughs) (laughs) Shit. I love him to death. I really do. But he is different. He has the attitude, but I just don't give a damn. Yeah. Like. That second one. Yes, yes. I'm I'm still trying to figure out how I get through this one. I tried so many different things, but like, my oldest, um, like I said, trying to get him to use his brain for more. So, like I said, I don't. I don't even think I really spanked him ever, ever. Maybe like once. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, never really spanked him, but um, you know, I'm trying to evolve from yelling at him mm-hmm. to having more of a discussion with him because I want him to think more. So, like when he does something, you know, say something that's supposed to, I, t- I ask him questions like, you know, why do you, why would you do that? Why do you think we do this? What's a better what's a better um, you know decision making process you could have done? So that's where I'm leaning more towards him is having more of a discussion because when I actually when I yell at him, mm-hmm. he shuts down and I don't get any type of response from him. How old is Tyler? Tyler's almost four. He's almost four, okay. Miles uh Miles is eight, just mm-hmm. turned eight. So Okay. Um yeah, so yelling at him, he shuts down. That's not the response I want, so I have to have it more into a conversation with him. Right. Um, don't mean that you know you don't get com- you don't get consequences, right. mm-hmm. but his he's more of a discussion. Maybe get you know electronics taken away. Okay, Tyler, uh, 
you know, there's no discussion with three, four year old. So he drove you to drink that tequila tonight. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty that much. explains it. So Tyler might be a tequila baby, actually. Oh, oh, that's a whole dirty problem. Dirty coming out. Dirty coming out. His <laughs> wife confirmed that his name is Dirty. She's she not better than Dirty. No, but you know, there's no reasoning with a three year old. So I mean. Tyler has had more spankings than Miles has his whole life. And my, Tyler's, like I said, he hasn't even turned four yet. Mm-hmm. So let me ask you this. So you say that you, you, you really try to have a conversation with him. Yeah. So once those conversations just seems not to work, what are you doing? That's a good question. What? That's I mean, they dad, what are you doing? I, I haven't gotten to that point yet. So, oh, really? Okay. No, I have yeah. not. Have not. So, so, he's three years old. Three? Tyler, you talking about, no, you talking about Miles. Oh, Miles. Yeah. yeah. Miles is so cool, man. Yeah, exactly. So, so Miles, Miles. Miles is like, are, are you the disciplinary in your in your family? Like, oh, how, oh so, so Tiffany is like hands off when when it comes. She's uh, she's very disciplined, especially when it comes to like you know schoolwork, education, yeah, um, yeah. That's her and even yeah, and even like you know treating people with respect. Yeah, my thing is you know I can act right. I got you pretty much. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> so, so let me ask you this because me and my wife always talk about this is. You know your kids have temperaments of you and your wife. Mm-hmm. So did you ever lock in to who takes after who or what temperaments and, like, have that conversation? Because that's one of the things that we constantly talk about, and we're honest with each other when we talk about that. Like, the temperaments. Like, a wife might say, dang, I ain't never do this or do that. Yeah, I did that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Yep. Yeah. So, like temperaments, like that's one of the main things that I've seen, you know, and we've talked about with raising our kids is the temperaments that, that our kids take from each of, each of us. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? For sure. So before I go to TC, I want to ask this. Do you think our parents took our temperaments into consideration while they was beating our ass? Because I know all our asses got our asses with my parents. Hell no. Right. They Not my parents. Look, all I remember is my father with his Jerry Curl and shit. Shout out to Reverend Red. Reverend Lottie You know, and you know, all right, my dad all small right now. I just remember that big. I can't say that. What say I it. Yo, he's a big dude now. That, that so big he was bigger back then, Pauls. Right. Yeah, that was a big That dude. big motherfucker. Imagine him with a big ass Jerry Curl and shit. Right. Yeah. 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 All up and down the street. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Right. I used to be scared to. Definitely. So, right. so for, I'm gonna answer your question. Do I did our parents take that into consideration? For me, I was a baby, right? So I had an older brother, older sister. Okay. They fucked up so much. I, my parents didn't have nothing left to beat me with. Like that was that was God damn. Yeah. Oh, you yeah. got away with everything. I got away with everything, bro. Nice. Like seriously, like um, you know, have but at the same on the same token, I learned a lot from watching them. You weren't from watching, you know, right? Right. Make mistakes and. Um, some of the things that I saw them get in trouble for, I was like, yeah, I can't do that. I'm not, I'm not going to. So that's why I was going back to, you know, Marcus with his conversation about Tyler. Like, does he see you disciplined or is he watching how um, Miles is acting? And is he totally like against that? It's like, I'm, I want to do the complete opposite. <laughs> Tyler ain't watching. You know what I'm saying? Tyler is Tyler ain't watching. 180. Okay. Tyler does shit that Miles never did. I got you. I mean, I've, I've come to the, uh, Conclusion that you know you every kid ain't gonna be the same. Mm-hmm. It not, and you gonna have a child that's reserved. You gonna have a child that's just out of this world. Right. You know what I'm saying. Very 
average. Like, not in a bad way, but they're going to do things extraordinary. Like, Mm -hmm. you know, with my situation, you know, I have an older son in his 20s, you know, laid back, cool, or whatever. But my daughter's laid back, cool. But my my youngest son, man, wild child, wild child, you know, but in a good way. You know, sometimes he like to test. He like to test the boundaries. You know, why this? Why that? Why this? Why that? But at the same time, you know, like I said, I I I look at the temperament, and all of them ain't gonna be the same. And I learned that through my mom. Like when she was growing up, she had a whole bunch of brothers, four brothers. Mm -hmm. So you had some of them that was wild as hell, and then you know. She she the oldest daughter or whatever like that, but everybody's temperament is different. So, like I try to eat treat treat all my kids the same, but at the same time I have to approach them with different methods. Yeah. yeah. So, Tease, tell us about your kids. All right. So, <clears throat> I have two boys. One is twelve. One is six. Now, my twelve year old he's autistic. Mm. Okay. Uh, so that's 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 a whole nother animal there. Right. Right. Um, you know. Him growing growing up, I really never had too many issues. Um, as you, I don't know if you guys know anybody who's autistic, but the 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 levels of you know the type of issues they may have could be different from person to person. Right. So it was never really um, I had to discipline them too much. Um, if he did something wrong, it was more just taking away his iPad or just sitting him down for a little bit. So little teeth, not too much. Mm. Now Braxton, yeah, Braxton. who Braxton? Oh, oh, and you know I got to jump in here real quick. <laughs> so I got my my middle child now, Sarah. I got to keep them separate. I got to tell Sarah, <laughs> look, that's your cousin. <laughs> you know, hey man, there's nothing wrong with arranged marriages, man. I know you nah. you gonna raise her right. Nah. I'm gonna raise Braxton nah. right. You know what I'm saying? You never. Tease is my brother. Tease is my brother. We ain't going to be brothers by law. <laughs> you never know. Man, you man. never ah, know. Man, I, I ain't doing this. Hey, you don't want it, but you never know. <laughs> but uh, like Mouse was saying, man, you know, with, with Braxton, he, he's going to test you. Mm-hmm. He's going to test you. Now, from the early ages, I would say probably three, uh, he was he was bad. I would say it, it, was, it was a couple times where I had to tap him on his butt, okay, mm-hmm. had to get his attention. Now, as he continued to grow older, to me, it seems like he remembered those times when I tapped him on his butt. So now all I have to do is kind of threaten that when I need to. It's not all the time. Sometimes I just threaten that. Then he knows he needs to straighten up. But like you were saying, um, um, Marcus, as well, is that, you know, I sit down, have conversations with Mm -hmm. him, talk to him, like, what's right, what's wrong, or ask him, why did you do that? Exactly. You know what I mean? And give him the opportunity to kind of talk to me about it, and I kind of talk him through why he should not be doing that. Right. And I've progressed with Tyler, too. I know I, you know, I talked about him being oh, a wild sure. child, too. But, you know, when he, like I said, he's three years old. He's still learning his emotions, right? Mm-hmm. right. So when he's having his outbursts, mm-hmm. uh, you know, I'm pretty much just like, just talking down like, okay, Tyler, what do you want? What do you want? What mm-hmm. do you need? Stop crying and talk to me. Talk, talk. You know what I mean? So I'm, you, I've involved into using that. So I'm still trying to. Use even that those you know discussion tactics with him even at a three and four year. So this is my question. Yeah. All right, I've been drinking now. I feel it. Let's go. Uh, I love it. Leave me, Marcus. I'm looking on camera. Tyler, this is Let's Wait, go, host. Look, look at this. This is my mother in law calling me right now. Oh, put it on the line. Yeah. No, I ain't nah. Be careful. Hold on. <laughs> you don't Ma, I'm, doing, I'm doing the podcast, Ma. We live, Ma. Ma, we live. We're recording. 
Oh, she hung up. All right. <laughs> but and when did the shift occur? Because our parents ain't do none of this talking stuff, and I'm I'm really concentrating on when did it occur? When did this shift occur? Where it's like, yo, let me really sit down and talk to my kids, and I don't want to make it out there like our parents were right. mean because our parents right. supported us. Mm-hmm. Our parents was working their ass off, and I know half of our parents' stress was because they was working mm-hmm. and they had so much heat on them. Well, I when think did this shift occur that that we were like, "Yo, we're going to sit and talk for our kids and stuff." I think number one, they did the best that they could. Yeah, yeah. you know what I'm saying. Uh, due to the times that they grew up, I think they really did the best that they could. But on the other end, with us raising our kids, I think the times we have to move with the times. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's a big because I mean. Look at everything we we grew up in. I mean, Joe, I know you growing up in North Carolina, mm-hmm. you you probably saw it, but you didn't see it as much as we did. We had a crack academic up here. Right. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, I even go back, when I was my daughter's age, uh, Dylan, I knew how to catch the Metro. Mm. We were latchkey kids, right? Yeah, yeah. All of us had the key dangling around our yeah. neck. You know what I'm saying? Would I trust my kids to do that now? Hell no. no. <laughs> You know what I'm saying? But you, but you know what's interesting though? When our parents became grandparents, it's like uh, they flipped the they switch. They flipped the switch. They, they flipped don't the switch. The so like my mother, she'll come and be like, you think you're being too hard on them? I'm like, where do you think I get it from? Right. Well, you got to understand with that, they don't, they they can get them and give them back. Mm. They can and give your kids that. and give they've them back. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, their love for their grandkids is going to be it's going to be to a different extent. They're not loving them like how they loved us. Right. You know what I'm saying? But the thing is, is they want the best for their grandkids and they're seeing your family, the generation, the the lineage, excuse me, the lineage yeah. extend. Mm-hmm. So they're happy with that lineage. Mm-hmm. So they're going to do whatever they can do. Like my mom called me today. She's like, Dev, I need to take my, take my grandbabies in August to uh Lion King uh play in sh- they was it was supposed to be in DC but they got another show in Philly and those tickets is going like crazy and she was calling me all day to figure out how she can get them there and i think the experience is that she want they our parents want to experience with with our kids you know um may it might be due to what the the struggle that we had growing up, it might not have been of a struggle for everybody, but you know, or they might not let us know. Yeah. And that was the key thing. Yeah. Our parents never let us know the struggles they actually went through until we was much older. And my, my parents say this all the time. Right. Like all them Disney World trips all like that, man, we was taking loans, blah, blah, blah. We was right. doing this, doing that. Right. We was paying Peter to play Paul and all that. But as a kid, you ain't know none of this, you know? No, no. And I guess that's what's half of the uh that's what half of it was when they probably was whooping my ass. It was like, this little motherfucker is this ingrate. Yeah. <laughs> you know yeah. what I'm saying? So, so I'm going to um, say something real quick because the key thing you asked was when did the shift occur? So I'm going to talk about when the shift occurred for me as a parent. Um, <clears throat> and I'll set the stage as we're going around the table to talk about my, my kids. Well, I'm going to focus on my, my younger kids that I have in okay. the house. Um, eight-year-old Emery, she's a girl, um, second grade. Four-year-old Dallas, um, he's boy pre-K, right? Pre-K four, if you will. Um, talking about the ship, for me, I remember this vividly. Um, I was, my daughter was probably about 
three years old. Mm. And first of all, I never, never put my hands on my daughter. Um, I'm more of a talker, uh, more of a, you know, leverage. All right, let's, let's figure this out. But I overreacted one time. Right. And that was the shift for me to realize that my tone, um, my approach towards her as a female, um, the way that I have to discipline her can't be aggressive. Right. You know what I'm saying? Right. So um, from that moment when I saw, like, it wasn't necessarily a fear in her eye, but she looked at me like, this ain't you. Mm. But, but I overreacted on some stuff that I expected her um, to do. So right. for me, as a, as, a, as an apparent moment, that look, I, I was like, yeah, I, I don't want to ever see that look in my baby eyes ever again. Um, and, I, and I just, you know, changed my, my whole demeanor. Girls milk your heart. Girl, boy, them, them girls, girls will man. take everything out of It's you. like all my you girls got to do is look at me. I'm like, Damn. Man, and to this day, like she's eight now, like I said, it's it's – when she's talked to me, when I talk mm-hmm. to her, I make sure I talk to her how I would want any other man to talk to her. Right. Um, and, you know, I, the discipline part, I'm going to be honest, that's on her mother. Right. I don't, yeah. Take care of that for me. I can't. I can't do it. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Um, I'm a sucker. I'm a sucker for it. I can't, I can't <laughs> do sucker. it. So, so mom handled look, that. Look, look, the fathers were boys. Man, y'all nah. punk asses. You said what? <laughs> but see, here's the double standard that I have, though. My son, four year, my four-year-old... <laughs> This little dude, man. Nah, little Dallas can't <laughs> go wrong. Yo, Yo, Dallas is man, my man. Dallas is a cool dude, but Dallas pushes a lot of buttons, bro. He like he, he yes. watches his sister and like, oh, you gonna you gonna treat her like that? Like, all right, you gonna treat me like well, that? Now, <laughs> now you gonna treat me like that? Um, and we laughed about this before we went on air tonight. Um, we, we was recording an episode. Oh man, <laughs> Dallas popped out of the playroom and just. Went spinning on us. We like, yo, what are you doing? So we, we're in the middle. We're in the middle of uh, recording, and uh, we we at Joe's. Uh, we at Joe's club. Basically, basically. Mm. if you ain't been to Joe's club, it's amazing. But um, the boom boom room, the boom boom room, literally. So we're down there recording. We having a good time. Next thing I know, the door opens. Bam! And all you see is this little kid running with this little push like this, and he just running. And Joe gets up. In like one swift motion, yep, and it's like trying to tackle him. Mm. And like the whole time we live, we like impossible, impossible. We just like this. We live, baby. That's all we can say is we live, baby. Y'all gonna hear anything? You just hear little Dallas in the background. But in that moment, I realized he might be a running back, though, Gene, because he got some feet on him, bro. (laughs) Hey, hey, shout out to Mouse. All right, Mouse is out. One of our running backs in college. Send him the mouse. I'm about to send him on your way. Wait till you meet Dallas, mouse. Sam he jumped the shit out of me one night, bro. Oh, man. Hey, he, Sam, put he put Joe on the mixtape. He put Joe on the mixtape. He want the speed work. I got him. You know, if he want Definitely. the speed work. But no, uh, get back to the conversation. You know, like, my my daughter, I sent her to a mother. Take mm-hmm. care of that. Um, she's a smart kid. She You know, she don't get in too much trouble. Um, but for my son, he just, he's that baby. He's me. Right? Mm-hmm. He, he's, yeah. he's a baby boy. He know yeah, my shit don't stink. It don't. It don't matter what I do. Um, I can go to mommy. I, and that's the crazy part now with these kids. They know how to play the fence, bro. Oh, they play the fence, man. They play the fence well. They don't care. They don't put, no, they don't put no sugar what? on it. Either. So let me ask you this. I just want to ask you this question. When he does that, mm-hmm. how do you how do you and your wife tackle that? Yeah. So so the approach is, um, for an instance, like 
um, you know, if we having dinner or whatever, or we just, um, whatever it may be, homework night. Mm-hmm. Um, the, the, the key to that is communicating. So in the past, it was me as a father wanting to be that cool dad. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I'd be like, if mom say, you ain't getting no ice cream tonight, and I hear her, I'll wait till she, like, go upstairs. I'm like, come on, come on get some ice cream. Come on, come on. Right. Well, you know what I'm saying? Sabotaging. I'm, trying to get, I'm, 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 I'm sabotaging bad. Right. Um, but, that, but what I realized, though, Miles, to, um, to, your, to answer your question, I realized that was creating bad habits. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I would realize that um, they'll go against what mom or dad say. Right. Um, you have to be one when you're parenting or even when you're co-parenting. Right. And um, you got to be like, all right, no matter what's going on, um, that voice, it has to be a unified voice um, as you're raising these kids. So I, I, I stopped that. Um, but yeah, it's, it was a matter of, you know, the kids knowing, Hey, mommy said no. So they're going to, you know, call me on the phone and be like, Hey dad, can you do this? Or, you know, on the back end, knowing mommy said no, come upstairs and be like, yeah, dad, can I do this? Blah, 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 whatever. So, um, I had to learn, you know, we had to learn how to, how to take care of that. So look, I'm about to fuck with Mouse real quick. Cause he brought up that question. Mm. So Kia, do they, pl- do the kids play, play against y'all? No. Oh. I Definitely. told them a long time ago they're not doing that. They're not doing that. Because we, um, we saw it early on, mm. as early as three. And sometimes, every now and again, Devin will, this is what Devin does. It's okay, baby. But she will, she's a, she's a daddy's girl. Mm-hmm. She'll ask me something. I'll tell her no. She mm-hmm. doesn't do it as often now. Mm-hmm. She will wait hours later because he takes the children to be full care. So a lot of times I might say, I don't want you, you know, don't wear this anymore. You know, these play shoes are run down or whatever. I'm asleep. So a lot of times Devin let me sleep in or whatever. I go pick her up. And I'm like, didn't I tell you not to put them shoes on? <laughs> Even one day I picked her up a couple of months ago. Um, she's very, you know, artsy. I bought her some nails, but mm-hmm. it was my fault. So I didn't even get upset with her. And I guess I didn't tell her, you can't wear them to school. I was just like, okay, she know not to wear them to school. That negative. She painted the nails. When I picked her up, all I saw was nails. I was all the way at the front of the door. And she did me like this. And I was like. No, she did. Yes, oh, she, she did. did. <laughs> so I feel like she knew she shouldn't have had them on. But right. what I did was, I was like, you know what, kid? That's your fault. Because you did not tell her she can't wear it. Oh, you know what I mean? Man. You know, when we were smaller, my, I just knew. But see, I was I was scared of my mother, mm-hmm. and that's what I wanted to say. I don't want my children to fear us. Mm-hmm. I want right. them to respect us, but still know no that doubt. we're not playing. Yeah. Definitely, and there's a difference. It is, yeah. So y'all, that's that's just a little taste of a. We're gonna have a um, a hot seat, a wives episode. Where we get some females on here, get their perspectives. Hey, I shout did. out to Kia for being ready, though. She, I had a shout out called her on ready. the spot, bro. <laughs> she was ready for the camera. She was greased she up was today ready. at the outfit. <laughs> <laughs> I'm surprised she didn't have her business shirt on. <laughs> look, I'm look, matching look. that Stella. What's that y'all doing? Stella. <laughs> Go ahead and say that. How you pronounce it, Joe? Chill. Just say Stella. Stella Artois. If you're in Belgium, it's Stella Artois. Artois. you're in the States, Stella Artois, so it's just Stella. Stella Artois. But, yo, no. Mouse's kids, I swear. They are twins. I, if you ever have a, a combination of kids, they both of them look just like Mouse and Kid. And at any given time, it looked like any one of them. I'm telling you, y'all, yeah. y'all so, got some music. So that's the perfect segue. Let's get there it in the mouth. There you go, Mouse, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, he feels like that. Yeah, no, 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 no. He feels like that. He had the collective stuff. No. What, what I'm saying is, is my kids... 
my daughter, I right now the age that she is, I really don't have to say too much. Right. You know, and it took time to get there. With my son, wild child. Wild child. But I expected that. Mm. He's a baby? Yeah. Okay. Yep. He the youngest, but I expected that. Does he remind you of yourself? In certain ways, yes. Because I have to go back and talk to my family and my cousins and stuff like that. They'd be like, man, your son just like you. He you was bad as shit. Why? Right. right. But at the same time, you know, he's his mommy's baby. You know, and he's the last one. So she going and she don't treat my kids no different. Right. But the way that she loves on that boy, man, like that dude run through a brick wall. <laughs> if she say run through a brick wall now, he going to run through a brick wall. But he loves us the same. And I know with growth and age, he, he's, he's going to come out all right. You know, he's going to do things different. He got a little curve to him. You get what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Right. And I can honestly say, out of everybody, all of our kids are good. I love all yeah. of our kids. For sure. All right. I try to be Uncle Gene to all of them. <laughs> you know, Big Gibby, who's not here, you know, his kids, those are my nieces and nephews. You know? Shout out to Big Gib. Yeah, Bash, 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 Bash was asking about, asking about Big Gib. Big Gibby. <laughs> Big Gibby, a.k.a. my real name is Terrence. <laughs> <laughs> so, look, we're going to do something real quick because I want to test out this feature. We about to call Reverend Lonnie Love. Lonnie Love. Oh, baby. Lonnie Lot. And we're going to get some, we're going to get a little bit of background on uh, discipline, old school discipline. Y'all ready to try this feature out? He, does he know he's getting, does he know he's about to be on? I sent the advanced text. Now, you know old people. Oh. Sometimes they edit Gene, I ain't off. see it, Gene. I ain't see right, it. I ain't Son, see it. I ain't Boy, see it. Hold on, remember, they call me, remember, they call me Charlie. Right, Charlie, I ain't see it. All right, so here we go. I think, we, I think, it, I think it's going to do it. Hold on, here you go. This about to be epic. Oh, this, oh it's ringing. Yeah, can y'all hear that? I definitely can hear that. Right. Oh, this is some new shit. Hey. Hey, Junior. Did you get my text? Oh, no. Nah. I'm working on my sermon. What's up? Oh, you working on your sermon? Well, you are, you are live on the podcast, Pop. Oh, I am. <laughs> you mean the thing you sent this morning? No, you. we are recording right now. Oh, oh, y'all live. <laughs> What's up, You got Joe here. What's going on, Instagram. You got TC. Nah, this ain't no Instagram post. No, we are recording right now. What's up, We're recording, babe. Oh, let me get on. Hey, yeah, we're here. You're on. You're on right now. So, so, Dad, today's topic is uh, disciplining kids, right? So I just wanted you to touch on your thoughts and everything on how you discipline myself and my sisters. Okay, uh, wow. <laughs> so I told them well, how all I remember is you with the big Jerry curl and and, and whooping my ass. <laughs> <laughs> well, 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 Charlie, uh, uh, we uh, uh, looking back, you know, we laid ground rules. Y'all, y'all knew what the ground rules were, uh, and you know, as all kids, you're gonna try, you're gonna, you know, try to go against the establishment. Uh, we were pretty much from the old school. Mm-hmm. Uh, I know uh, I, I will always give you three chances. You know, uh, you can mess up and, you know, I'll talk to you about it. 
And then if you mess up again, I'll talk to you about it. But on the third one, I had to take uh, some corrective action. You mean the uh, government the government we're... gun bill, right? Yeah, I was getting ready to say the government bill, <laughs> which is still here for the grandchildren. <laughs> but uh, we would talk to you. But the difference in our discipline was uh, uh, we would always show that love at the end, you know. We uh, wouldn't let it go on and on and uh, wouldn't go overboard. Uh, but the Bible says, you know, uh, spare the rod, spoil, spoil the child. I think that's uh, a good that, as they that's grew a- up. That's a good point, Pops. Um, this is TC. Um, definitely, mm-hmm. you know, anytime that, you know, the times that I have, you know, pop my kids on the butt or what have you, I definitely at the end will sit down and talk yeah, to them so they sure. can completely understand what's going on. So right. I think and, what you said is very important. Yep, uh, yep, very yep. important. Uh, this is why I would You know, uh, <laughs> this joke is, you know, after I done did the discipline, then, all of a sudden, we was going to Shaky's Pizza. Or oh, he like said that. Shaky's Pizza. You know? <laughs> oh, we going back. Oh, Shaky's. That was that was in Landover, right? Yeah, yeah, right on four fifty. Yes, sir. <laughs> yes, sir. Right, <laughs> and uh, you know they, you know they, they knew that we loved them, and they knew they messed up, you know. Uh, but as time went on, you know, we kind of went away from the corporal punishment because. The establishment was there. You mm-hmm. knew it was discipline in the house. You knew the rules of the house. So as you got into the teenage years, we were blessed. Uh, you know, I'm sure uh, uh, things were, you know, they. let's say it this way. They didn't say put it, you know, say anything or curse us out in our face because they knew better. Well, you sure uh, it wasn't because you, you said I'm Marvin Gaye your ass? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That was before. That was before you found the girl. Yeah, yeah, that was before that. Right. But the uh, teenage years, all, all we had to do was talk. But the one thing, we established uh, behavior and uh, punishment and good behavior. We had a good mix. It was mm-hmm. even killed. It, de- it never went uh, overboard. Okay. Uh, you were punished because you did something. Yes. But so, the rules were there. You just went on and violated the rules, mm. you know, so you had to meet the punishment. But however, the punishment didn't, you know, last forever. We right. showed love. I mean, uh, I believe it or not, I was the touchy-feely one. Um, mom was the... Yeah, mom, mom was the... Mom was the yeah. Like, mom would cut no slack, but I would... You know, I would uh, come up, you know, hug you give me the you give me the wind, the frosty from Wendy's. Yeah, I get the. Frosty. It's a story behind that, y'all. Uh, the keychains back then. No, no, my sister cut my hair. Okay. Yeah. You know, you did that. Yeah, you know, and talk for them and stuff. But we showed love, and we uh, had just certain rules that they knew they couldn't violate those rules or it'd be repercussions. Yep. Now, so, hey, pop, I hold on, saying, pop. We got limited time, pop. Oh, I'm sorry. Go ahead. Hey, you know I'm teaching, man. I know. We got a little bit of time. Pops in so, his bag, yo. One thing, and just keep it short. Okay. What do you think, in your opinion, is the switch between, and you've seen how I discipline my girls, between how you guys discipline us and between how I discipline my girls? What do you think the switch was? Well, the problem is now, and this is what I'll say real quick, and this is the problem. Uh, parents now want to be friends to their children. Mm, yes. yeah, I'm not yeah. going to be a friend to you 
Never in life. I always see your pop. <laughs> well, hold on. You wasn't yeah, my friend till I turned till I got married. All right, we we became friends then. Even with you married, yeah, I'm not your friend. I'm your pop. <laughs> right, you pop. Bring that belt out, pop. If you messing up, I'm gonna tell you you messing up. Right, right, mm-hmm. right. And that's the problem now. Parents now want to be friends with their children. No, you can never be a friend to them. You always gotta establish that chain of command. Right. Mm, that's what's up. That's what's up. Hey, thanks, Pop. Uh, oh, Ma, Ma jumped in here. Uh-oh. All right. Well, thank you. I, I appreciate you. It's a line you don't cross. Right. It's a line you don't cross. Thanks, Mama. I appreciate you, Pop. You know, you know what <laughs> Pop, I got to turn this mic off. We got limited time. Turn this mic off. Time off. All right. You got to have a part two, man. Yes, sir, Junior. All right, Junior. I'll see you later, man. Yes, sir. All right, take All right. Peace. Mm-hmm. So now we know the feature works. <laughs> <laughs> so Reverend Lottie Love, he's trying to cement his uh, little segment. He's uh, going to preach about that. Yeah. Oh, man. That's a sermon, come. right? So every, what, every other sermon, I end up in one of his sermons. Mm. And I guess the I Lord laid fun, it on my heart. I guess I had a fun childhood. Hey, guys, so I do want to ask this question. And what? Mouse and Kid may be able to um, jump in on this mm-hmm. uh, because, correct me if I'm wrong, there was a, another child. On the outside relationship, right? Yes. Uh, before you or what have you. Yes. Same situation with me. Um, the the lady that, you know, Jackie that I'm with now, she wasn't my actual baby uh, mother or what right, have you. Right, So I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to ask you, and you, can, you guys can um, come in here. So when it came to disciplining a child that's not yours, how was that? Because, like, with, with my wife now, Jackie, mm-hmm. you know, that was something that she had to kind of figure out, like, where was that line, how far I could go or whatnot. So I'm, I'm curious on your guys' perspective. For me, it hurt me more than anything. And I'll be honest, because when I came to his life, he was 10 years old. And... You know, helping them grow to the formative years. Um, Shakir would be like, why you do this? Why you do that? Or whatever. But I want to establish certain things between men. And I'm not going to say a woman can't understand, but I just want to establish a bond between men or whatever. And me and him had an understanding, but. It hurt me more than anything when I had to do um, certain things like discipline or, you know, being on them about schoolwork. Um, it, 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 we were able to get back on a, on a good track, but every time I had discipline him, it was hard. Cause, we, um, go ahead. Y- y'all mind if I say his name, man? Mm-hmm. No, you uh, so Matthew was really like your first experience. Raising a boy in house, yeah, in house, in house. I've always been surrounded by kids. I've always been in the education system. Right. I worked with average youth before, you know. So in the house, it it hit different, right? Kia, what? I know y'all about to get on Hold on. She all greased. I'm telling you, she is greased up and ready. This is Glow Digger Skincare in the flesh. Glow, really? Glow Digger. 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 Glow Dig
he went over to his dad's house every weekend. And even before I started dating Devin, I used to, we used to have that conversation. Like, when you move forward in your new relationship, I don't want nobody putting hands on my child. And it was the same for me, but I had that son, and I'm not just making this up. I have really easygoing children. Um, so I've always talked to them. I've always felt like when people have to constantly beat and spank, there's a lack of communication, mm. right? Um, and I know because I used to get spanking sometime, and I knew that it was temporary. So I, I was going to have a good time. I, was, I worked under the laugh now, cry later. I'm going to have a good time. I might get a spanking, but I've enjoyed myself. So with Matthew, a lot of times we would just, there was a time when, um, Devin, myself, my son's father, and his wife were all on the same page. Mm. So I made it a point if Matthew was, um, you know, punished here, I would hit up his, right, whether I hit up his stepmother or his dad, hey, Matthew wasn't doing this in school. You know what I mean? So we can co-parent in a healthy manner. Right, I agree. But then, um, as the years went on, once I actually got married, that's another story. Dad switched up on me, and it was like he wanted to be more so the friend and made it like we were like the wardens. Mm-hmm. So let me ask you this, and this is expanding off of what TC asked, too. Mm-hmm. And this, is, this applies to pretty much everybody. And let me get the correct notes. <laughs> All right. In today's society, uh-oh. Uh-oh. uh-oh, we got to compete with social media, not only with social media, but with peers. Right. Sorry, there you go. Not only with social media, but with peers. All right. How did you handle that with Matthew? Because Matthew came up in the age of social media and having peers being, you know. Social media still wasn't too heavy then. Um, my son, or the peer aspect. And then the social media part is pretty much for everybody. I know our kids are still young, even though they get on the TikTok and the mm-hmm. YouTube kids and stuff. But how do we compete with that when we discipline our kids? It's, it's a tricky situation. Being you dealing with social media, I I think you know with my young kids now, how much time do you give? Because mm. it's all about time. Kids it's want time. our kids want our time. Well, really I mean, do. nowadays on the um, the apps, mm-hmm. the iPads, yeah. you can set time limits, and you can shut it off. That's you why I love. Shut, shut out to Xfinity. Mm-hmm. I can shut all the internet off. <laughs> yeah. But what I'm saying is, even in school, like. A lot of these kids, they they creating fake accounts. They logging in while they're in school in computer class. Right. So, I think that the social media aspect it never stops. But I think when you get your kid to be transparent about it, you know, and as they grow older, even though my kids are young. So as they grow older, I think it's going to change up as far as them being transparent and things that go on because stuff is going to change. They're going to have different experiences, Mm -hmm. uh, different things, a lot of different things that go on. But um, I just think the time, the time, Mm -hmm. you know, um, with us in the house right now, we kind of deal with our kids in a different way with the social media stuff. You know, we kind of monitor it, but they're young. And touching on that, because I'm glad because you hit my my second part of my notes. We, well, I have all girls. You have boy, girl. You have boy, girl. Mm. The difference is in disciplining a boy and a girl. Do you take their personalities? And you've kind of mentioned it before. Mm -hmm. You take their personalities into uh, consideration. 
But just, just the discipline of a boy and girl. Definitely. Jay, one, one thing definitely. I want to say is yeah. with the boys, just me personally, is that sometimes, you know, obviously you're going to be a little bit lighter on the girl. But as the boys, you got to kind of get them ready for the world. Yeah, right. okay. yeah definitely. So you don't definitely. think you got to get a girl ready for yeah. the world? Hold on, hold on. Oh, go ahead, go ahead. Let me start on the boys. Is You got to get them ready for the world because they go outside that door, you know, Crazy thing for a black man. Black oh, it's boy, hard. Yeah. It's extremely yeah. hard. It's going to hit different. And yeah. especially with, you know, our boys uh, yeah. ready to start getting into sports. Right. Mm-hmm. Now, you're getting into sports. We all know coaches yelling. Yelling. They're cursing. Now, as, as, as a dad, if you're always cuddling them and making sure he's okay, yeah. to me, that's going to make him a little weaker once oh, he get outside. Right. People are going to want to pick on him. Yep. They're going to what have you. So you got to give him a little bit, a little bit tough love to help get him to that point Absolutely. where you know he's okay. Yeah. Absolutely. All right. But like you were saying, uh, Marcus, earlier, when you give him that, you still got to kind of talk to him, explain yeah. why right. you came to him that way. And I think it's very important with the boys. And I'll let y'all talk about I don't have a nah. girl, so I'm talking about the boys. Is that you got to get them ready for that world, but still show them love at the same time. And I would say the good Reverend Doctor, I'm, I got you. <laughs> the good Reverend Doctor, Pops Junior, he, Junior, that's a nickname. He did. I would say he got me prepared for the world. Right. You know what I'm saying? Where he, where he, the way he approached me in my formative years was like, ain't nobody gonna give you nothing. Right. Mm. You gotta fight for what you want. You gotta work for what you want. My pops will always say, you got to work harder than the next man. Yeah. And we already know who the next man is. Yes. You know what I'm saying? You got to work 10 times as hard as him. And and that's the way he approached all things with me. You know, he was like, you do bullshit stuff you, and you put a bullshit effort, you're going to get bullshit. Yeah. You know, he can't say bullshit now. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And, and I took that to heart. And it, it, it's definitely uh, got me to better places. You know what I'm saying? Go ahead, Marcus. What, what you got? No, so I was going to say, my wife, she's always getting on me about, you know, I'm being too hard on the boys. But, I'm, mm. uh, you know, to your point, um, she said, I'm not going to be hard on the boys because the world's going to be hard on them enough. I'm like, no, that's why you have to be right. hard on them. Yeah, you got to prepare You have to be hard So prepare. I told yeah. my wife this story that I heard. Um, so there's this father. Uh, he has a teenage son, 16. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, but your son wants to he interned in his father's company for the mm-hmm. summer, so he saved him by a car. Right. So it's and you know his friends want to do it too. So the dad was like, "Okay, but you got to come in for the interview. You know, wear a shirt, wear a tie. You know, mm. answer questions." Then the son was like, "I got it. I got it. Like, you don't need to babysit me. Anymore. Right. Whatever." So the father, you know, again repeatedly tried to warn him, like, "Okay, you still need to prepare. Like, I'm not your father. Like, this is an interview that you need to go to." Mm. Son wasn't hearing none of that. So the son showed up to an interview day with his friends. His friends dressed up. He did not. The friends took the job interview seriously, answered the question seriously. He did not. You know, he wore he wore jeans and a shirt. He was cocky, acted like he, you know, he had the job in the bag. So the father hired all of the sons except for his own all of the friends except for his own son. Why? Son, of course, was hurt, confused, and all that sort of stuff. He's like, um, he said, Dad, give, yeah, give me another chance. You got to give me a chance. And the dad said, no. And son said, why? He said, because when you get older, the world's not going to give you another chance, so I can't. Mm. So you got to, so now that you learned this lesson, maybe you can try again next summer. Mm. So, of course, he did not get his car. Wow. So after I told her that story, she kind of, she 
understands a little bit more mm. why I'm as hard on my kids as uh, the, you know because I got boys. Wow. Like I said, the world's gonna be hard on them, so I have to prep for them that they have to have that hard exterior, that hard shell to get ready for that. Yeah. I know this is like another topic, but this even feels like how sometimes I got to tell my uh, other persuasion um, coworkers how we got to give our sons the talk. Yeah. Oh, no doubt. Like my nephew. Oh, I mean, my nephew is the closest. My nephews, I got a whole bunch of them, mm. are the closest I will ever have to sons. And how we got to give them that talk about how to act when you get pulled over. I remember when my dad gave me that talk. All mm. of us had that talk. Yeah. I gave my son to talk to. Yeah. And it, it, even more so for y'all, you being former law enforcement, you still mm-hmm. law enforcement, you know, getting that talk. Like, look, this is what you do when you get pulled over. How we are the only people on earth that actually have to give that yeah. talk to our people. Yep. Mm-hmm. You know well, I'm I can talk about that because that happened to me. And we was on break from school and I got pulled over. I was dropping my friend off and I got pulled over and... You know, I didn't have my registration tickets, uh, stickers on my car. And going home to my parents' house on a break, I got pulled over, and they was like, can I search the car? I was like, no. Hmm. You, knew, you knew the law. Was that law or police dog? <laughs> I can't stand them, bro. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not going to comment. But, they don't listen to but the at the podcast, same time, but. my uncle, my uncle was a U.S. marshal, yep. and he worked down downtown D.C. court, and he was like, "Dev, whenever they pull you over, don't let them search your car or whatever. You got the right to say no." And I told them no. They got mad, but at the same time, they worked their way into my car. Hmm. Now the thing, the thing that saved me is they saw my football gear on my front seat. And they was like, you play for them? I was like, yeah. I'm I'm on break. I'm going home. Yanked me out the car, everything. Sat me on the curb, everything. And I was like, y'all better not search my car. Still violated, searched my car. Um, pulled all my stuff out. Yanked all my stuff out of my car, whatever, trying to find stuff. And, you know, they didn't find nothing. My mom came pick me up. They towed my car because I didn't have my right stuff on on it, and I was wrong. I'll right. be honest. But my registration, because I was trying to come home from school to get my registration, put put it together, hook it up in my car. But long story short, um, got my car towed. Mom came pick me up or whatever. But at the same time, I knew my rights and I knew that they violated. The segue. What did your mom say to you as far as what could be deciphered as discipline when that happened, when you made that call? She didn't decipher the discipline because she knew that she knew what type of person I am. Right. So she was like, Dev, you know, my bad because your registration. But at that time, now that I'm thinking, I should have did better to make sure my stuff was in place. Mm-hmm. Right. So that's another topic. Where's our topic secretary? Yeah. Because I should, all I of should. us, I, I guarantee you, all of us as black men on this podcast, shout out to Gibby who's not here today, he's on travel, has had that experience of being pulled over and being humiliated. Mm. And I got one 
This is why to this day I don't go back to Babylon and Virginia. <laughs> but it's Try not even just South Carolina, though, bro. But Ooh, it's not yeah. even just you know being the, the fear of being pulled over that you got to right. worry about. It's just you know being in front of I don't know being in front of certain white people as well. So like exactly. I literally just had this conversation with Miles uh, over the weekend about people having assumptions about you. Right. Um, so that is like. A multi-part discussion that I'm going to have with him. Somebody go in the chat. And it's going to lead. You ain't made that Google Doc yet? No, I ain't made that Google Doc yet. He's trying to throw me under the bus. We need an assistant, yo. We need an assistant. (laughs) We take an intern for one of the. We're taking interns. A very popular podcast. Anybody want to get any experience? Up and coming podcast. Up and coming. Up and coming popular podcast. So I just had that discussion with him Uh literally Saturday night um, about you know. People can have assumptions about you that are wrong. Right. How you dress, how you look, what you wear, your skin color, things like that. So, so we're going to name it assumptions? Hmm? Assumptions? Yeah, assumptions. That's, right. that's the, that was the first part. Mm-hmm. It's going to lead into a more deeper conversation. For sure. It is. Because okay. you've got to have it even at this age. All right. So, look, we, we got about two, three minutes. So, we're going to go around real quick. And I'm going to try to give you our last part in words. Y'all gonna hear the music like the Grammys? <laughs> let's start with let's start with Kia. All right, the guests in the house. Go ahead. Go ahead. Sure. So Go ahead. I don't want to be too off subject, but being the uh, veteran parent here of almost a twenty three year old, what I will say is, um, I've made a lot of sacrifices um, with my children. People that know me know how much you know of a parent I was. I was a young parent. Um, I didn't party. I had my own place. All those things. But I, what I want to tell you all and other parents are. It doesn't matter, you know, what you teach your children. You can take them to church every Sunday. Yep. You all can pray together, put them in the private schools. You don't have to cuss them out, spank them. These, you know, just really parent them in a healthy manner. They can still go to the left. Yeah. yeah. Awesome. Okay. But the the biggest thing is just to continue to pray for them and know that the seeds that you all have sown, they'll come back. Yeah. Sure they'll come know. back. All kids are different. So. And- Never guilt yourself if your children do something a little different than you expected or what you Ooh, did. Nice. Mouse, 10 <laughs> seconds. Go ahead. Nah, that's, that's real stuff, what my wife said. I mean, it's somebody told me to continue. It don't matter what lows are the lows that they hit. You got to still pray for them and be, be, be there for them from afar. There you go. Joe, can I get a little bit, bit of music when I talk? His monologue. So, so I look at it like real quick that the LeBron versus Jordan conversation is two mm. different eras, right? Mm. The way our parents raised us compared to how we have to raise these kids in this new generation, this new era, totally different. Do what's best for your kids, do what's best for your household, um, and make decisions. But be involved. That's the main thing. Be yes. involved in your kids. Yes. There you go. TC. All right, quick for me, man. It's still discipline, but still love them. Yeah. Love your kids, know your kids. Um, that's it. That's all it is to say. Better not bring your kids. And last but not least, hey, just like Marcus said, just like all of us said, love our kids. They're the next generation. They are part of us. They are us. Everything we do, they see, and they're going to spread into this world. Yo, this has been another episode of All Shit. I'm 40. This is Gene Lot. We love y'all, and we hope y'all come back and see us. 
Subscribe, follow us yes, on Instagram. Yes. We got a TikTok that's coming up. We got uh, Facebook that's coming up. Twitter. TikTok? We TikTok. Oh, we got Twitter that's coming up. Uh, we got a whole bunch of shit that's coming up. Oh, shit. All shit is forty. We making our way out here, y'all. Hey, peace, peace. Thank you. Oh.